Hey, everyone. You're listening to the Replay Podcast of The Brad and Heather Show. Be sure to tune in every Saturday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook Live and YouTube to watch and be a part of the show. That's The Brad and Heather Show every Saturday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, Facebook Live and YouTube. Now, let's start the podcast. 'Cause it's on a budget. Ladies and gentlemen, live right now on Facebook and YouTube, it's the Brad and Heather Show. Oh, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Brad and Heather Show. We are live once again. We survived yet another week. Just just barely survived. I mean, what a week it was. I feel like I'm like just sliding into home plate all tattered and teared, but I got the run. We finished the week. I'm so excited. We're live on this here January 9th, 2021. I am, of course, am your host, Brad Guerin, alongside my partner in crime, my co-host, Heather Catalano. Heather, how are we doing this evening? Good. How are you? I'm pushing the wrong buttons already. <laughs> there we go. I am doing good. I, <laughs> lots of stuff going on here. Oh, I am so excited for this show. Are you ready for this one, Heather? Because it's going to be a downright battle. Oh, I'm excited to be in. Me, <laughs> that, and that is not going to happen. I'll have you know. So, what, of course, we're talking about guys versus girls uh, uh, that we talked about online. There's lots of stuff uh, that I could have cheated on all week long because I had the questions in advance so I could make the thing on the screen. Um, I was very good. I did not cheat, I promise. So, all of these are going to be what I actually think, and maybe some guesses in there. So, uh, I can't wait. So stick around for that. It's a battle between Heather and I for bragging rights. Lots of stuff coming up as well. Of course, we are live on Facebook and YouTube right now. Uh, so if you have some comments about the show, do make sure that you uh, put them in the chat screen there. And uh, we will happily um, uh, put them on the screen there. Also on YouTube as well. And then after the show, uh, our podcast is available shortly after the show. All the podcast directories known to man, basically. Um if whatever yours is, just ask for the Brad and Heather show. And then, of course, if you own an Alexa device, all you got to say is, and I have to say it very quietly because Alexa's hanging around just the corner. You just say, Alexa, play the Brad and Heather show in a normal voice. You don't, you don't have to whisper it. Only I do. Uh, but the, Alexa will play the latest uh, Brad and Heather show. So lots of things uh, to uh, get on the show and uh, listen to the show, watch the show, all kinds of different ways. So make sure you do that. Also, make sure if you're watching on Facebook and Facebook is your thing, do make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel because there are some things that are coming up uh, that will only be shared with YouTube. So you want to make sure that when we go live there, maybe it's a Wednesday afternoon when we go live, we give you a hint about something. You never know what it's going to be. Make sure that you do that so you get notification when we are live there. So, Heather, what are we talking about tonight? You want to hear the list of things we're talking? Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So first, uh, I talked about this on the last show. I was looking for New Year's resolutions. So... I've got one. I have a New Year's resolution, and I decided to turn it into a game with Brad and Heather show fans. Uh, so I will go through that in just a bit, how you can play along and how you can possibly win a $25 Starbucks gift card. So uh, that's in there for you if you win. Also, uh, I want this is more uh, something I thought was really cool that they're doing, but also kind of a like public safety announcement or public service announcement. Uh, the Maine State Police, you know, I'm located here in Maine. Heather, I know you're in Florida, so this doesn't really apply to you. But for everybody that's watching in Maine, um, 
their cruisers are going to look a little bit different. Some of them are going to look a little bit different. So I got some pictures of what they'll look like. And I say public service because honestly, like when you see them, it's really cool what they're doing. But if it was behind me, I don't know if I would really believe that it's an actual state trooper behind me because it's such a such a big difference. But uh, we'll put the pictures out there. So if you do happen to get stopped by one, you know to definitely pull over. That would be bad if you don't. So, <laughs> All right. We talked about this earlier. It's the Guys versus Girls Challenge. Uh, we are going to play a game between Heather and I. Uh, some commonly known things amongst girls. She's going to ask me. And I'm going to do the same, but some commonly known things amongst guys. Now, we know these are probably going to be some, you know, stereotypical guys and girls, and we're not su suggesting anything or anything like that. Um, it's just I'm pretty much a typical guy. You're pretty much a typical girl. Um, and we I don't think anyway that we know very much to crisscross. Uh, so it should be a fun game. You can play along with us, too. Of course, we can phone a friend and that would be our fans uh, in the chat screen. So make sure that you do that and uh, help us out. Also, Health with Heather is coming up, and we'll do a little bit of talk about uh, what took place at the Capitol. Uh, just a brief discussion, something I noticed about that. So, uh, it's, it's a positive end. It's not going to sound like it, but I'm going to be honest, and uh, it's a positive thing. So we'll do that. So there you go. All right, Heather. Are you ready to take a look at what goes on in this day in history? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so here we go. It was on this day in 2007 that Apple would change the world by introducing the very first ever iPhone. Uh, they would only be available to AT&T users and would sell between $499 and $599, which at the time was actually a lot of money to pay for your cell phone. Because, you know, you, most, of, most of the phones, I think, before that, you got free or, you know, for like less than $100. Right. Uh, so that, that was actually considered a lot. Now, of course, we're paying double, if not even more than double than that price. So um, I would resist for quite a while getting an iPhone, but eventually I caved and I gave up my BlackBerry Curve. Uh, for the Apple iPhone. I've been happy ever since. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, on this day, back in 2006, uh, a little bit of radio news to share. Howard Stern would make his move over to Sirius Satellite Radio under a five-year, $500 million deal. And so, so, yeah, five years, $500 million, $100 million a year. And now I just want to throw this out there for anybody that's thinking. For five years, $500 million, I will do the Brad and Heather show on your radio station, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'll even say you, I'll even go as far as you can pay, pay us both total 500 million and we'll split it and we'll be fine. So how about like 5 million? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if you make 5 million, 50 million, really, I mean, can you really spend it all, you know, which way? But, That's crazy. Yeah. So I think what I heard you say there is if we get a $500 million deal, you're good with $5 million and I'll keep going oh, no. five years. <laughs> oh, that's not what you were saying? No. <laughs> oh, I must have, must have misunderstood then. <laughs> um, take it back. Yeah. Uh, of course, at the time, it was a big thing because Sirius and XM were uh, totally separate um, satellite radio providers. Of course, now they are Sirius XM, so they combined. And here's a little funny trivia for you, Heather, speaking about Sirius and XM. They have four satellites. Uh, I believe it's four. Don't quote me on that. They could have put some more up. But when I knew the facts around this, they had four satellites up. One was near the East Coast. One was near the West Coast. And then they also positioned uh, one towards like Canada and one towards Mexico so that you could get full coverage over the United States. So there's, they started with two and then they added two more. Do you know the names of the satellites for them? This isn't part of the game, right? <laughs> No, this is not part of the game. This is kind of a random factoid for this day in history that I had. <laughs> no, I have no idea. So their first two satellites were called Rock and Roll. 
And then when they added two more, it was rhythm and blues. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool when I learned that. Okay, now I get it. Yeah, I learned. See, see, my head's full of my. I'm I'm really smart, but it's just with random factoids like that that you'll never really do anything with. So <laughs> if it's useful information, it ain't in there. So yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course, on uh, finally uh, on this day in 2003, I believe it was 2003. I left it out of this day in history, but I'm pretty sure it was 2003. <laughs> White House spokesman. Yeah. White House spokesman Ari Fleischer would be quoting and saying, we know for a fact that there are weapons there. He was, of course, referring to Iraq and its weapons of mass destruction. And as we all know, those were, of course, not found. So there you go. A little bit of history uh, going on this here, January 9th. Birthday time. Bob Denver celebrates his birthday on this day, January 9th. And no, it's probably not the Bob Denver that you're thinking of. It's the one that played Gilligan's on Gilligan's Island. Uh, he passed in 2005. However, uh, Heather, do you know what his first name was? If his name is Bob? <laughs> the first name that, of the, his character Gilligan that he played. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was Willie, actually. Um, his first name was used in press releases for the show, uh, but it was never actually used in any of the episodes. So there you go. More factoids for you. <laughs> Heather, what do you got going on for uh, birthdays today? Yeah, the 36th U.S. Vice President and 37th U.S. President Richard Nixon was born on January 9th, 1913. Nixon is the reason there is a bowling alley in the White House. Oh, very awesome. And uh, let's see, any viewer submissions for this week? Yes, there is. A very happy, happy birthday to Maxine Patanoid. I hope I said that right. Um, happy birthday, love mom and dad. Wow. Okay. I am not exactly sure what happened there. <laughs> uh, could you try that viewer submission? I don't think that made it to the air. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. Okay. Very happy viewer birthday to Maxine Patanoid. I hope I didn't say your last name wrong. Um, happy birthday. Love mom and dad. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for that. If you know someone celebrating a birthday during the week, you too can have a birthday announced for a special someone. This message the Brad and Heather Show here on Facebook or go to our website, bradandheathershow.com. And uh, there's a little submit info, submit something to us. Go ahead and do that. And uh, we'll make sure that we get it on the air for you. So there you go. That is uh, This Day in History. That's a take a look at birthdays. The next question, Heather, is, of course, what's new with you? All right. So how do you start them off? By, by what's new with you? Oh, yeah. man. What you got? I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing I got, nothing I, of I any have, significance uh, happened you know what i went back to work this week um and that's been interesting yeah um my 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 job is very small like i work at a small company and my team is three people and uh soon it will be one really <laughs> no kidding yeah. oh yeah so that's fun uh january the new year started off with a big bang and I'll be working a lot. Wow. Well, you should probably organize an employee outing or something for you. Yeah, <laughs> I should give myself a raise somehow. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's like, so do you make all the decisions now too? Then like, I think I deserve to get paid more today. I, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to give me that power at my place. Cause I would keep doing that every day. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, my week wasn't very eventful or eventful either. Um, I do have a story about going to the grocery store by now. It's been since March, people. Wear your damn mask, really. 
I'm so sick of seeing people argue with stores. Um, there was a guy that, and and I, was, I tell you, there was a guy there that was refusing to wear his mask, was arguing with one one of the employees of the um, grocery store, and uh, I thought maybe we might have the next nominee for a Golden Ass Award, but it didn't quite escalate to that level, so I was a little disappointed, but. Oh well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he just walked into the store, and there's signs everywhere going into the store like "mask required to enter." And he just walks in without it, and some person stops and asks him, "You know, can you wear a mask?" He's like, "No, it's yeah. my const- it's my constitutional right." Okay, <sighs> I'm like, "Time out, time out here." It's not a constitutional right in a private store. The grocery store down the street can mandate, if they want to, that everybody coming into the store has to wear a pink tutu. <laughs> and if you want to go in the store, and that's their rule. That's what you got to do because it's a private business and they can run it any way they want. I could walk up right. to the store. I could walk up to the store tomorrow and they're like, nope, sorry. We just decided no more Brad's in the store. It stinks, but it's their rule. You know, they can do it. It's their rule. So if they don't want any guys named Brad in there, they can do it. And there's no constitutional right or anything like that. So, yeah, it's just like I could see when this whole mass thing, the COVID thing started at first. You know, everybody's adjusting to it, but it's been several months now. Just put on your damn mask. Really? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, like, I forget. I genuinely just forget, you know? Yeah. Yep. But I have one. I just forgot. Right. No, and I could totally see that because half the time, whenever I go to that grocery store, I get out of the car and I walk halfway to the front door and then I turn around and walk back to the car, get my mask, and then walk back to the front door. Right. Uh, yeah, so I could see it happening. And the guy was really nice. The employee was really nice about it when he asked. He's like, oh, sir, you, know, you have to wear a mask to come into the store, thinking that maybe, you know, he forgot. And no biggie. We got masks right here if you need one. He's like, no, I'm not wearing it. Oh, okay. No. Go away. Yeah. So I wanted to run him over with a shopping cart. Oh, wow. Decided not to. That might have been a little aggressive. And then you would put that shopping cart back where it belongs. Exactly. Yes. Not right out in the middle of a parking lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's my what's new with you. Nothing super exciting uh, <laughs> happening, but uh, there you go. Um, I do, do you see, you can help me out on this, Heather, do you see any chats on Facebook? Um, there may be an issue with our chats coming into our program here. I do not see any comments as of yet. Okay. Gotcha. If somebody is watching out there, if you can put a comment, I just want to make sure that, uh, that part is working because apparently that we had to restart uh, our feed to Facebook. So that's what that little glitch was. Um, if you can leave a comment there and then uh, just let me know if you see one on Facebook, Heather, I can check the program and make sure that they're there just so we get uh, comments coming in. Cause I have a feeling some might come in during our guys versus girls challenge. <laughs> I hope uh, so. Me too. Um, so yeah, so let's uh, skip, uh, skip beats here and uh, go to my new year's resolution. Uh, yes. So the last show we talked about this, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a new year's resolution. I really wanted something, but I never came up with it before January 1st. So I'm like, you know what? We're on the air the day after. I'll ask our viewers, you know, what, what, what are some of the things? Uh, a, a faithful viewer, Jeff Caldwell, uh, suggested that maybe a New Year's resolution would be that on a regular basis I get my nose waxed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we tried that, and that idea was quickly vetoed by me. Uh, yeah, good, good <laughs> thought. Yeah. Sorry, I will, Jeff. I, I will say my nose was very smooth just on around the inside after that. Uh, yeah. It was def- definitely positive, but... Um, I'm what you call a wimp, and uh, I want to do that again. So, <laughs> I'll yeah, just be honest with you. You really are. Like, women get everything waxed. Yeah, oh. no. See, that's why the powers that be made me a dude, because I just, I, would, I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, P.S. There are some uh, 
comments coming in. Do you see? There we go. Hey, there we yeah. go. It's uh, Jeff Bilodeau commenting hi to us. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for watching again. Jeff is another one of our faithful viewers. He's always there, so we appreciate that. And let's see. Jeff Caldwell giving us a test to make sure it comes in. Okay, great. So, uh, and Shane Davis uh, learned a new language. Ooh, I have, that's I have, a good suggestion. It is actually really good. And I've been really close several times to like almost, you know, biting the bullet and learning Spanish because I would really like to be able to communicate in Spanish because I think that's, uh, although up in Maine, we probably don't run into it very much. But I think like that, that seems to me like the second like um biggest language um, yeah i'm sure you see it very often down in florida more so than i would in maine uh, new york but, florida yeah yeah so i'd really like to learn that so that i i, I think it'd just be funny just like um uh, you know if i hear somebody talking spanish just to like like enter into a conversation with them just surprise them like oh my god he speaks spanish so actually yeah. i can understand it um for the most part i catch on to like the drift of what's going on but i won't right. i won't speak it because <laughs> I feel like it's just not natural. Um, yeah. But there is this guy on YouTube. He is located in New York and he speaks fluent Chinese in like two dialects. Have you seen him? He speaks yeah. like Vietnamese and he goes into like Chinatown and speaks it so well. And I'm so jealous. Like, I know. Yeah. Those videos are really cool. If you have, if you're looking for something to do online, check that out. Cause it's really cool. Especially, you know, walks into like a Chinese restaurant and just starts speaking Chinese and, like they, yeah. they kind of like um like focus on the people that are like huh? <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so uh Jeff writes in hola <laughs> to us as we're talking <laughs> about languages and let's see we have Darren Clark saying uh hi from icy charlotte oh it's it they did they got like an ice storm i think or snow maybe oh no kidding in wow. charlotte yeah well, hello, Darren. Stay safe there. Hopefully uh, the power stays on so you can keep watching the show. We don't want to lose you. So, <laughs> But hello again. Uh, so, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so New Year's resolution. That's where we were. How yes. off track. Yeah. You, something goes by me. Oh, bird. Yeah. I'm going. Squirrel. Yeah. So, uh, so New Year's resolution. So I decided um, I was going to do something for the show uh, that would be my New Year's resolution. Uh, and I'm going to turn it into a game. So. Here's your chance, and this is this game stays open until somebody wins. Um, the winner gets a $25 gift card to Starbucks. I will mail that to you uh, when you win. Uh, in order to submit your guesses, you do need to go to bradandheathershow.com. There is a contact us on there where you can send us a message. Uh, it will come to both of us. So if you have any guesses on what that is, uh, my New Year's resolution is, um, go there. Go there and uh, submit it for us so that it is official. And so the New Year's resolution in the game that we're playing is basically our viewers have to watch our show and figure out what my New Year's resolution is. It's Ooh, like hints yeah. along the way. Yeah. So, you know, if we, if we don't get a winner right away, I will start dropping some hints onto our YouTube channel. Uh, so make sure that you've signed up and subscribed to YouTube so those hints could come at any moment. Uh, so make sure you have the notifications on as well as subscribing to us uh, so that you get that instantly. Uh, but yes, there is something that I am doing during mm -hmm. the show each week. It may be at the start of the show. It may be at the end of the show. It might be in the middle. Um, but at some point during the show, there is something either I'm doing, saying about me. Maybe it's something I play on the air. There is something that will be common 
for all the shows going forward. Do I have and, to guess too? Yeah, that's the beauty of this. Heather does not know what it is, so there's no bribing Heather. You can't pay her cash because she doesn't know what it is yet. No. Um, but if you do make a guess, you do have to text it to me. You can't say it on the air because if you guess it's right, you can't win the you can't win the gift card. Okay? No, no, no. <laughs> so you'll have to text it to me if you think you have a legit guess. I will say right now, I know this is probably going to be an easy one. Something that's always the same about the show is that my microphone is here, the green backdrop. It is not that. Uh, so we'll, we'll get that out of the way real quick there. Um, so, yeah. So you have to keep watching the show. And I can even tell you that it applies to last week's show when I didn't know what I was going to be doing. What? Yeah. I didn't know what this common thing was each show. Uh, but, but it does apply to last week's show, so you can go back and watch last week's show and see if you can catch it. Um, and, of course, I'll be doing it again this week at some point, um, so make sure. And I'm keeping it very, very vague. I know I will give you some hints uh, as we go out, but make sure if you do have any guesses as you're watching, go to bradandheathershow.com, uh, click the contact us, write us what you think it is, and uh, one of us will reply back to you. Um, it'll probably be me at first until Heather guesses it. <laughs> once Heather knows, uh, she may write you back and let you know that whether you're uh, right or not. And uh, that's the little game we're playing. So there you go. Now I'm going to have to like keep track and think of things. Yeah. Yep. So you never know when I'm going to do it. It may not be something that I actually say. It might not be something that I do. But there's something that's common between all of the shows going forward. And uh, good luck. $25 gift card to uh, Starbucks is and root to you if you're the first to guess it correctly. There you Sweet. Go. All right, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Changing gears now. Uh, this is kind of a cool thing that the uh, state of Maine is doing up here in Maine, uh, Maine State Police to be exact. I thought it was kind of cool, and it's also one I wanted to put it on the show because it's also kind of like a public service announcement. Uh, so our state trooper vehicles, most of them are... Um, uh, what are they? Ford Explorers or well, I mean, I've got a picture. This is our current state troopers vehicles, what they look like. Uh, so they're definitely that bluish color state police on the hood, state trooper on the side. And then you can see the state police patch on it. So they look pretty cool and they stand out on the road because of that bluish color. So you can always, you can always see them out on the road, except for, yeah, when they, yeah except for at night when they're really good at hiding spots, you know, you Ooh. might speed by one and then you do that thing like, Oh, please don't pull me over. Please don't pull me over. Please don't. <laughs> uh, but they are actually doing a really cool thing. They are going back to their look of their very first uh, cruisers. And I got a picture of one of the old ones here. Um, so that's actually their old cruisers. Uh, so you can kind of see state police on the side of the door there, and it's in the shape of the state of Maine. Um, so they announced this thing where they are going to be doing uh, that same look on the new cruisers. And I happen to have a couple of pictures of them. So there you go. That's that old logo on the door there. I thought that was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, but you can and see they're, they're going to have black trucks now. Yeah. So there's a these are the limited edition. So you're still going to see the regular blue ones out there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like I think I want I think I read correctly there was nine of them that are going to be out there uh, that will be you know uh, painted up just like that. So and also um, so if you look on that first picture I showed you, you can see they have blue license plates. Uh, yeah. The new ones, their license plates are going to look like that. It's the same thing that the license plate used to look like uh, on the first cruisers. So, no okay. lights on top. It's in the it's in the car. Well, it's a very thin style light bar at the top. If you see there, it's almost it almost looks like roof racks. Yeah, see that in there. Oh, but they, have, but they also have them in the windshield too. So, uh, I thought that was a roof rack. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, 
sneaky. Ah, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I thought that was pretty cool that they were doing that. And um, uh, just not only that, I thought it was cool to share also, you know, public service announcement that you may have a Blackboard Explorer that pulls you over. It really is a state trooper. It's just something, something new that they're doing to celebrate. I want to say it's 100 years, 100 years of service. So um, pretty cool. Cool. There you go. All right, Heather. Are you ready? Yeah. The guys versus girls challenge. <laughs> so ready to win. <laughs> All right. So uh, we teased this online uh, of this week and um, we're ready to do it. It's the guys versus girls challenge. Heather is going to ask me some questions that generally a girl would know and a guy wouldn't know. But I'm also going to ask some questions to Heather that usually a guy would know, but maybe a girl might not know. So we're going to go back and forth here. Uh, I got my let me get my sheet here so I can keep score. All right. So we're yeah, let, me, let me let me keep score too. <laughs> Never trust the scorekeeper. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna put something up on the screen. Uh, it's gonna be a question for one of us, and uh, the other person has to answer it. So Heather, I'm going to start with one of your questions if you're okay with that. Okay. All right. So this is a question from Heather to me. Let's see if I can guess this correctly. So what outfit would be most appropriate for a black tie event? Would it be a short cocktail dress or a full length gown? This one, and again, I, I, I knew what questions were coming and I promise that I have not cheated. Uh, this one, I do happen to know the appropriate attire for a woman at a black tie event would be a full length gown. Oh, okay. Yes. Ding, ding. <laughs> so there you go. If there's one that we get stuck on and you're watching this, do feel free to put your chats in the uh, comment section. And uh, I look at it as if we're stuck on one, our viewers can put in their guesses and we can go with their guesses. Is that a final answer? Or maybe we don't trust them. You never oh. know. But you're more than welcome to play along with us and help us out on any that we get stuck on. So, all right, here we go. Here is the first question from me to Heather. When the quarterback is tackled, before he passes the ball to another player, this is called what? Is it a loss of downs? Is it a sack? Is it a fumble? Or is it a false start? Which one it's, do you think? It's a sack. Oh, dang it. I thought maybe I could get you on that one. Oh, well, dang it already. <laughs> There's, there's I, two, I two do questions. know some football things. Okay. Well, there's like two questions in each category that I have. So I have another sports one. We'll see if maybe that one will trip you up. So okay. <laughs> we'll see. So, all right. So we're tied one at one. Here comes the next question from Heather to me. What is contouring? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I may have to pull up the chats here. Uh, if you, anybody out there knows, feel free to chime in on the chat. What is contouring? Define and shaping lips, hiding blemishes, shaping your eyebrows, or creating shadows to define and reshape. <clears throat> I'll be honest with you. I don't know. This is going to be a total guess. Uh, it's a toss-up between define and shaping lips and creating shadows to define and reshape. Ugh. Shane Davis is commenting in shadows. That is kind of what I'm thinking of going with. So I'm going to make that my final answer with Shane, creating shadows to define slash reshape. What is it? 
You're so lucky he chimed in because that's oh. right. <laughs> that was a close one. It really was a toss up be- between the two, but I didn't think it was just tied to just the lips. So that was <laughs> However, wild. now people are like contouring their lips by using like darker and lighter. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. I thank you for the guys that are watching, helping me out here. Appreciate that very much. <laughs> I better get help with these football questions. <laughs> oh, dang it. I didn't think about that. Guys are going to know. That. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this second sports question here. Uh, okay. So this is going to be question number four. Here we go. <clears throat> this is for me to Heather. If offensive player crosses the blue line in hockey before the puck does, this is called A or an icing, a penalty, encroachment, or offsides. There you go. An offense an offensive player crosses the blue line in hockey before the puck before the puck does. This is called an icing, a penalty, encroachment, or offsides. Viewers, you are able to play along. You can assist Heather if you'd like. I'm watching the uh, chats to come in right now. So we always have to remember. Say, are you watching my face like uh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I kind of misjudged the overlay here? I probably should have put oh. it in a different spot, but oh well. I uh, think I'm a, I'm between encroachment and offsides. Okay. Well, we do have a viewer suggestion here. So Jeff writes in offsides. Uh, so there you go. You can choose to go along with Jeff or you can go your own routes. Encroachment right. just sounds so like formal. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to side with Jeff and say offsides. Is that your final answer? Yes. Dang it. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> it is offsides. Thanks for the help. And this, <laughs> this one just came in. Jeff Caldwell uh, said offsides as well. So there you go. And I'm just, I'm looking at our audience here and they are overwhelmingly guys. Uh, so <laughs> I may be kind of screwed in this game here. <laughs> you never know. I know. All right. All right. So let's go to question number five here. This is from Heather to me. Uh, so there wasn't a question on the top of it. I'm assuming oh. that I'm supposed to guess what movie this is from. Is, yes. Is, okay. Uh, so my options are Devil in Blue Jeans, uh, Satan's Satin, The Pick of Destiny, or The Devil Wears Prada. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go and go ahead and say that I don't know this one either. <laughs> um, I, I do have, I do have one. I think it might be, but I'm waiting to see if any comments come in. Um, What's your guess before they come in? Well, I don't want to influence them because then they, I, I might. But they're influencing off. you. <laughs> That's okay because I'm playing for the, what are we playing for anyway? I don't know. Jurassic hmm. Park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't, uh, haven't heard that story, Heather ate a whoopie pie when she was up here in Maine and we did the show together and, that it tasted like Jurassic Park, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> um, drink okay. a whole bottle of wine in like 40 minutes. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, so we do have some guesses that are coming in here. Um, so let me put them up on the screen. Uh, I will say that is what I was leaning towards. Um, we have two Jeffs watching. Uh, first Jeff, Jeff Bilodeau says devil. Uh, devil wears broad. I'm assuming that's what he meant with that. Um, <clears throat> and then also... So, oh, see, here's a thing I didn't think about. We may have a guy watching, but his wife might be watching as well. Jeff Caldwell, so 
my wife says it's that the devil's wear devil wears Prada. So I believe that that to be correct. So I'm going to side with our viewers and say my final answer is the devil wears Prada. Okay. It's a great movie if you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. Nope. You nope. should. Definitely. Okay. All right. Here we go. I can't remember what the next category of questions was that I gave you, but here it is. Uh, question number three for you from me. Although in modern vehicles, electronic steering is fairly common, what well-known system below was used prior? Is it rack and pinion steering? Gravity fluid assisted steering? spring to center steering or centrifugal force steering although in modern vehicles electronic steering is fairly common what well-known system below was used prior and i'm going back over to the chat so we have to remember that so here's a little behind the scenes thing you might not know about the brian and heather show there's like a 10 second delay between us actually talking and what yeah. you guys see out there 10 to 15 seconds so uh we have to let a little bit kind of run out so we can get some comments here. So uh, it has come in. So let's see. Our first guest from Shane, Rack and Pinion Steering is his guess. So there you go. I'll see if I'll give it a couple more seconds, see if any come in uh, to assist you. So my initial thought was centrifugal for steering is no, because that was like, wasn't that, wasn't it like the centrifuge made for, um, uh, like medicine or whatever, centrifuge. To, oh, like. yeah, same idea. Yep. Um, uh, and then here's Jeff Caldwell says ditto on the rack and pinion. Spring to center. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. So it was between the first two rack and pinion, which I have no idea what that means. And then <laughs> gravity fluid assisted. Uh, well, you do have two viewers uh, saying rack and pinion. So I will Can that explain what rack and pinion steering means? I'll, I'll choose that as my final answer because two people are saying that. But what does that even mean? <laughs> that is the type of steering that used to be very well known. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to I'm not I'm not even going to attempt it because I won't do it justice. I'm sure there's a mechanic, I'm sure, that's going to watch and be like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You'd be right. <laughs> I don't. I just happen to know it happens to be called rack and pinion. So that is the uh, correct answer. Uh, the other three. They may be actual legit um, steering, but I doubt it because I totally made those up as I was making this up. So centrifuge, <laughs> yeah. centrifuge is made for like separating blood or something. Well, no, it it's any. So you know how like if you're if you're going around in a circle and that force that wants to push you out, mm -hmm. that's centrifugal force. So I was thinking, and my thought process on this was like, okay, steering this centrifugal forces that you can experience. So, Centrifugal force steering, like totally right <laughs> out of my rear end on that one. So <laughs> it's but, still uh, common rack and pinion steering. What is rack and pinion steering? It's just it's the type of system that it uses. Like you know, like you could your steering wheel. It had a column that went through the firewall and it went down into. Uh, it basically, and again, not an expert here. Surprise, Brad's not a mechanic, um, but it's basically the steering column went down as you turned it one way. It moved. It moved another bar a different way so that your wheels would turn out or turn this oh, way. Okay, then the other way. Okay. So yeah, it's a whole system. It was just called the rack and pinion. So there oh, you go. gotcha. Okay. All right. So let's see this next one. I believe this is the next one here. What is primer used for? Yeah. Wait a second. Can we just can we just stop and can we compare like the questions? 
<laughs> it's guys versus girls. <laughs> Yours is about mechanical things, and I'm asking you what primer is used for. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, I only see three here. Is the correct answer there? I may have messed this up when I prepared yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's there. Okay. Uh, there you go. Oh, wait, going back to the other question, comment here from Jeff. Uh, it's still common, the rack and pinion. Uh, and Jeff Caldwell also says it's a type of linear actuate that comprises a circular gear engaging a linear gear. So, yeah. I wasn't actually, when I made up the question, I wasn't sure how popular it really was still. Like, I know my car has electronic steering, and I'm like, no, there's, there's got to still be some out there, but yeah. So there you go. Okay. Back to the chats, because I don't know the answer to this one. Uh, what is primer used for? Hiding dark marks to change the color of foundation, creating a smooth surface for makeup. Wait, what do you think it is before everybody says something? Okay. Well, I'm looking, I'm thinking along the lines of paint. Uh, you put a primer down. Um, so it's like a smooth, uh, well, not necessarily a smooth, but you can, it's a to prep the surface basically for what you're going to be doing. So in this case, it would be paint. So I would say it's creating a smooth surface for makeup. And Jeff is commenting in here, agreeing with me, creating a smooth surface. Uh, yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. Ew, how gross is that? Yeah. Like think paint, paint primer. primer. <laughs> and see? we put that on our faces. <laughs> uh, so that is my final answer. Create a smooth surface for makeup. You're correct. Woohoo! I right. can't remember which way to go now. Yeah, it's weird when we're on camera, it's backwards. Yeah. So if I move to the right, yeah, to the left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to stay like this. <laughs> I'm just going to stay like right. this. <laughs> All right, next question. Here we go. And on to cars again. If the onboard diagnostic emits a trouble code, what has more than likely happened inside your car? A door was opened while driving, your check engine light came on. A tire fell below recommended PSI, or you passed a KFC with no wedges. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to throw it in there. I had to throw it in there. I'm like, I got to get it in there somehow. So, <laughs> the onboard diagnostic admits a trouble code. Okay, I'm, right now I'm gonna say the check engine light. Check engine I light. I hope someone says that I'm I'm. I'm on the right track here. <laughs> uh, no comments yet. Diagnostic. But it could be any of those. Because, like, anytime something's wrong with your car, it could say all those. Can it be E, could it be e all of the above? No, there is uh, <laughs> There is no trouble code for when you pass a KFC with potato, without potato wedges. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wedges. <laughs> Jeff. Definitely wedges. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh wait! Definitely wedges. Shane said I was correct. Your check yep, engine and, light came on, and Shane also commented you correct uh, when you were saying the check engine light came on. Okay, so I'm gonna go with check engine light. You are correct. The check. Yeah. Light. It will throw a and code I, and turn the check engine light on. I guessed it right on my own. <laughs> but thank you for validating everyone. Yeah, it's nice to play along here. See, this is why we love comments so much from our viewers because we can play along with you. We can interact with you. It's awesome. Okay, next question from Heather to me. When should you apply toner? Before washing, after washing and before moisturizing, after sunscreen, or after washed 
washing and moisturizing. So I don't know uh, the answer. So I'm going to have to resort back to looking at chats and guessing. Um, oh, Jeff also throwing in there. Check engine from the last one. Um, so toner, I'm thinking is like changing a color. So I would think you would want to have clean skin when you do that so that the color applies the same like shade all around. And I don't think you would want to have moisturizer on your skin because that might mess it up. So oh, yeah, Jeff says after washing before moisturizing. Yeah, I mean, that is where... That is where I'm going. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make that my final answer after washing before moisturizing. You are correct. Woohoo! Hey, I'm getting this. I could be a girl. <laughs> I don't want to be a girl, but I could be. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, my next question for you on the screen. What is this? A Phillips head screwdriver, a regular screwdriver, a flathead screwdriver, or a crosshead screwdriver. What is it? Okay, so this is really funny. I forgot who I was talking to recently when they were like, that person didn't know what a, a Phillips head screwdriver was. And I was like, yeah, that's so silly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am second guessing myself. <laughs> you see Jeff's comment on the screen there. I use tuner, uh, toner. There, I said it. <laughs> you should. It's very good for the pH balance of your skin. Yeah. Um, hey, Jeff. I'm. You know what, Jeff? I'll be right there with you. I'm going to let you know some behind the scenes stuff here. Let's drop the drop the overlay for a second. Um, I will be honest with you. I use, and Heather has seen me use it before we are live. Oh yeah. I use makeup for the show. It's not really makeup. It's uh, was it stay matte? Just so I don't look shiny. Powder. Or yeah. Yeah. So there you go. It's okay. It's okay, Jeff. So. Uh, let's see. Let's put that back up there. Let's check the chats. Um, I knew it. I knew. Yes. Oh, Picture to see. Shane says Phillips. I I had a feeling because there's no such thing as a crosshead screwdriver. A flat one is not really called a flat one. It's called a regular screwdriver, and that one is a Phillips head screwdriver. Which kind of makes me feel like the flat one would be regular and the crossed one would be, no, the other way around. Like the cross one would be regular and the Phillips head one would be the flat one. But that one's a Phillips head screwdriver. You are correct. It is. <laughs> uh, I just went through a lot to get yeah. to the uh, I have heard the other screwdriver. I've heard it a regular screwdriver. I've also heard people call it a flathead, so I included them both in there. And oh, a cross. Really? A crosshead screwdriver, I don't really know if there is one. I just thought it looked like a cross if you looked at it from the front. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just throw that in there to kind of throw you off. So there you go. I was trying well, to now it. I feel better that I, I'm not that person that doesn't know. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one for me from you. Who did Sarah Jessica Parker play in Sex in the City? Carrie Bradshaw, Clarice Carrie Starling, Carol Woods, or Claire Danes? Um. This is another one, obviously, that I'm going to have to guess here. Um, I'll tell you my line of thinking here as I wait for some comments to come in. I'm thinking... Clarice, Boo, you should guess before they say. Well, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm guessing 
Clarice Carey Starling, just because there's the quotes Carey there, like it's getting specific. Um, oh, however, Shane Davis says Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, see, so now this is this is one where I'm going to have to either go with what I think or trust the viewer here. Um, I will yes, say if we, every woman knows this answer. <laughs> I will say, though, I am pretty confident with what Shane because he did put the 100% there or the 100. So um, <laughs> that is much more confident than what has, Jeff has written. Bradshaw, maybe? <laughs> I'm going to go with it. I'm going to say Carrie Bradshaw. Final answer. You are correct. Woohoo! All right. Iconic Carrie Bradshaw. Awesome. Well, thank you, Shane and uh, uh, Jeff Caldwell for that. Because I would not have gotten that one. I was going to go with Carrie Starling. So there you go. All right. <laughs> Next one in the tools section. What is this? Is it a standard socket? An adapting socket? A double head socket? A double hex socket, that is? Or a metric socket? Mm. What do you think that is? I'm going to call it. A standard socket. Standard socket. I know somebody's going to tell me I'm wrong, probably. <laughs> you can see them come in. Really? <laughs> How am I supposed to know what the F4 millimeter socket Uh, You know what? There's a little oh. bit of a hint in there, though. Oh, okay. With, with, I get your metric system. Yeah. And also, Jeff metric and shane says metric dang so which one are you gonna go with oh we got more coming i in. mean i'll give myself not the point because i said standard but if it wasn't for our viewers i would not have done that. no that hey that counts because i wouldn't have gotten the last one if you if you say your final answer is and it's correct then you get the point okay um, i'll go with with our fellas here and say metric that is correct. It is a metric what? socket. <laughs> is there a standard socket? Is there uh, something? So you'll see on these sockets, you'll see basically millimeters. Uh, so this one is a four millimeter one. Um, and then you might see on the standard uh, sockets, you might see like half inch, um, you know, half inch, five eighths. You'll see like a fraction there. Um, so there, and you have to be careful because some sometimes... I can't remember what size it is, but one size metric will will work to turn a screw. Uh, but if you have to really reef on it, it's not quite the right size, and you could strip out the sides of it. So uh, yeah. you do have to kind of know what it uh, what the difference is. So there you go. All right. Uh, next for me from you, what is this? Is it a cuticle <laughs> file, a beauty blender, earplugs? I know it's not earplugs. An acrylic tip contouring stone. Um, that is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the with the viewers here because I don't even know what I want to say. I think it is, and I, I'm going towards in a contouring stone, just because it does look like it might be kind of like a stone type thing. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I might have to go to Jeff Caldwell's wife on this. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really, I, if, if I didn't have any other help, I would say contouring stone. 
Uh, Shane uh, messaging stone question mark 50 50. Uh, Jeff says contouring stone. Ooh. Now, see, this was I was gonna go with uh, what Jeff said because his wife may be watching. Jeff says blender. <laughs> Jeff Pillado, I have the pink one. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what the conundrum I'm in is I really want to lean on what Jeff Caldwell said because I know that his wife was watching at one point she may not be now but she may still be and I don't know but we also have a couple for contouring stone Ah! (laughs) (laughs) this is fantastic you know what I am going to have faith in Jeff Caldwell and that his wife is, is still watching is it a beauty blender? Final answer. It is. Oh my goodness! Wow, I I owe something to Jeff Caldwell's wife because yeah. I, <laughs> wow, yeah. It's a beauty blender. It's like a sponge that you put. I have one. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Here, I'll get I'll get the next question ready while you're doing that. <laughs> Wait, it's dirty, but it's like a. This is what you put your makeup on, and it 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 uh, squeezes yeah. like a sponge. Oh, there's stuff coming off of it. But you put like your makeup on it, and you put it under water, and it becomes like a squishy sponge. Huh. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, Shane uh, changed his answer. Blender. His wife's probably there. Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> I I owe her much respect for getting my getting me my point on that one. So uh, <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, okay. So by the way, I think we're gonna go past seven o'clock. Does that that work for you? Sure. Okay. Um. Because we got, we have this. There's four other questions besides this one. So, uh, here's the question for you: What is the, what is the below example? Wow, I did not write that correctly. <laughs> so let me reword that because apparently I must have been drinking when I've made this slide. Uh, <laughs> of the examples below, what is using the most amount of watts of power? Wow, I was just all over the place on that one. <clears throat> so most- one of these. Wattage. Yeah. So one of these is using the most watts in order oh, to I operate. Do math now. Well, maybe. Hold on. <laughs> maybe do math. Oh. oh God, what is that? <clears throat> Jeff Caldwell giving the thumbs up there for that last one. And our other Jeff that's watching says, "Good question, Heather." How do you know wattage from amps and volts? You multiply them? I don't know. Uh, so Jeff Bilodeau says in this example, 10 amps. And then we also have Shane coming in saying the 5 and 25. Do I get to Google an equation? No, no. Believe me, I wanted to. I wanted to Google the questions that you sent to me, but I'm like, no, I'm going to be fair. Can I use a calculator? Yeah. For some reason, I can't do math right now. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Um, Shane says the others are all 120. See, that's what I was thinking. That it was like an equation of like amps times volts, and that's why I needed a calculator, kind of, because right now eight times fifteen was stumping me. <laughs> um, and he, yeah, 
So Jeff Caldwell, unfortunately, no clue. I kind of feel like Shane is on the track here where mm -hmm. the first one's a hundred. If it was, if it is what I'm thinking, where it's amps times volt, <clears throat> amps times volts is equal to wattage. One times 20 is 120. 10 times 12 is 120. Eight times 15 is 120, apparently, because my calculator just told me that. And then five times 25 is 125. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go five and 25. You are, you are correct. Thank and you. you are correct for the reason you said uh, amps times volts equals watts. So there you go. Correct one is five amps, 25 volts. Yippee. Yeah, so I had to slide my electrician question in there for you. Oh. <laughs> All right. What is this used for? This is my question from Heather. This one, I actually know. This one I'll say right away is for separating toes. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually seen these be used before, um, and uh, which is funny. funny story about feet. I don't know if I have. I can't grab it. You ever have an issue with dry heels? No. I do, and so I actually have. I actually have a cordless drill with a Dremel tool on it, the little round sander thing. And yeah. I, I use that for my dry heels. Oh, when you do that, do that, and then put moisturizer or like coconut oil on them. Hmm. Have to try that. Give that a shot. But it works yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I get some weird looks when I do it, but. It works great. So, yeah. So this one, uh, um, I was certain on. I'm gonna give myself a point here. Oh, if Darn. I cheated, if I cheated on the points, um, I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's just probably because I just forgot to mark a point or something. But uh, all right, next question for you. This is an interesting one. I've actually had a couple people ask me this before. Um, if you had a piece of wire with a plug on each end, so you have to imagine a straight wire with a plug on each end. So it's yeah. Just, Connect, the two plugs are connected and you plug those into each outlet of a two outlet um, uh, thing on the wall what would happen so you take one end of the plug plug into the top one you take the other plug and you plug it into the bottom one would the outlet catch fire would you pop a breaker in the panel would nothing happen or would potato wedges come back to kfc <laughs> <laughs> D. No. Uh, if D was the right answer, I'd be plugging them in all over the place over here. <clears throat> I want to say it's either the breaker would pop or nothing. And I feel like a breaker would pop because maybe like you're feeding its own hmm. electric in, or nothing would happen because you're just basically continuing the loop. I will say um, this is obviously somebody who has an electrician background can get technical on this. This is just your standard outlet, run-of-the-mill standard outlet on the wall. It's not controlled by a switch or anything like that. We're talking just a straight old plain Jane outlet. Um, what would happen if you did this? There are a lot of circumstances where something could happen differently, um, but we're talking about just your standard outlet. No one's saying anything. This is <laughs> this is a tricky one. I will tell you, as having electrical in my background, this is one I did have to think about, um, and then I want. Then I just threw it into here because I I remembered it. Uh, but and I wish 
Wish I had an extra outlet hanging around so I could explain it after, but. Gosh, no one's saying anything. <laughs> Not fair. Um, can I like text a friend and ask? Nope, you no. lie on yourself or your viewers. Someone help. <laughs> I want to say it's the breaker would pop. I don't know. Oh, here we go. We have uh, <clears throat> Jeff Fire. A break word pop. Uh, Shane says, <laughs> if both, both prongs go to a hot, then fire. And then, unfortunately for you, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the... I feel like it would just close the, it would just be like a continuation of a loop because it's not controlled by a switch oh i don't know okay i'm gonna go with jeff and say breaker in the panel would pop. Like final answer yeah that is not correct is it nothing it is nothing see <laughs> i kept thinking it would just oh, wait. close the loop wedges wedges <laughs> no because what you actually have on a standard outlet is one uh so you, you obviously have the ground when everybody knows the ground one yeah. side is always hot the other side is always the neutral and so essentially and they're all all outlets are tied in so you actually have if you took an uh, outlet out of the wall the screws that you put the wire on most of the time they are actually already bridged anyway so those two screws on one side are connected to each other anyway so if you plug a wire in you're essentially doing the same thing you're running the hot to the hot the neutral to the neutral they never make a connection and so nothing would happen um Damn. now I say to, I, I I reference the technical side because there are some people something could happen if you if it was wired incorrectly uh, you could pop a breaker um, if there if it's not wired correctly but in an ideal simple solution one side's hot one side's neutral the plug itself is keeping them separated just like they're separated in the outlet so if you did plug it in nothing would happen so dang yep so there you go so Shoot. two more two more questions Heather ready okay. How often should you replace mascara? I have no idea on this one. Every three weeks, every three months, every eight months, or every 18 months. Um, I wish I gave you like harder girly questions. Shoot. <laughs> Did you forget who you're talking to? I'm part girly. <laughs> I get breaker popping questions. <laughs> um. I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't even like, I want to try to make a guess before I take a look at the comments coming in, but I really don't know. Um, I am going to say, before I look at the comments, every eight months. All right, let's look at the comments. Jeff Caldwell, see, this is another situation. His wife may be watching still. <laughs> I'm trying to think back to when I was married. Like, how often <laughs> do I remember seeing mascara be purchased? And I'm not getting anything. Uh, it's because we always have backups. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff's saying I can't help. 
Oh, she's still watching. Ah, see, okay, yeah, that just totally changes my mind. I'm going, I'm going to have to side with uh, Jeff's wife again and say every three months. You are correct. Woohoo! Sweet. All right. Uh oh, that puts me one ahead. I know. Well, actually, it's bad news. It puts me two ahead, actually. And there's one more question for you. Oh. So. <laughs> but I think the real winner, no matter which one of us gets more points, I, I'm going to make an executive decision on the show, and I'm going to head, go ahead and make Jeff Caldwell's wife the winner. Because uh, <laughs> I would definitely not have one if it was not for her watching. So, <laughs> all right. Here's yes, the last she has. Question. Yeah. <laughs> here's the last question up on the screen. The guys are going to laugh at this one. If there's six urinals on a wall in a bathroom, they're labeled one, one through six as you go left or right. And there's cert- currently someone at one and five. Which one do you use? Do you use urinal two, urinal three, urinal four, or urinal six? There's somebody at, at one and five. This is such a stupid question. Use? So there's somebody at one and five. You use number three. I don't even need a second opinion on that. You use number three, final answer. You seem pretty confident for you. You already said final answer? Yeah. Okay. Well, before I, before I tell you whether you're correct or not, what's your, what's your thinking on that? I'm, I'm curious to see the line of thinking from a girl. Because you're not supposed to stand like you're not supposed to stand next to another guy when he's doing his thing, right? Like, like you, that's like an unspoken rule or whatever. How do you know about this? I don't know. I, it might have been in like a movie or something. Do you have somebody telling you guys secrets? No, I've never <laughs> even seen like, I actually, I've seen like urinals, but like, I've never seen more than like one or two. So like uh, in that case, do you wait? Like if it's two, if, there, if there's only two, like, and somebody's out and do you wait? And like, till they're done or. No, I mean, it can be a little awkward if you have to use the one. I mean, you can like, you can do the thing where you all of a sudden decide you have to wash your hands before you go. Uh, so, maybe, <laughs> so maybe it opens up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if you really got to go and there's only one, you, know, you, you just got to go beside somebody and it's a little awkward, but I mean, oh. you just do the thing where you're like, okay, keep looking forward, keep looking forward. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward. I might look up at the ceiling and then come back down to straight ahead. So <laughs> there's a whole code in there. <laughs> <laughs> like this one. <laughs> Use number two and tell the number one nice watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff Caldwell, unless you're Brad and you want to chat. <laughs> uh, so there you go. One point for you. So, yay. All right. For a grand total in this whole experiment of Heather's eight, me nine, I hereby announce the winner of the guys versus girls is Jeff Caldwell's wife. Congratulations, Jeff. <laughs> you, you, you saved me quite a bit there, so I appreciate that very much. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. There you go. The very first ever Brad ver- uh, Girls versus Guys on the Brad, he- Brad and Heather show. I would definitely do that again. Yeah, that is awesome. I, that was really neat. Uh, it was What's really funny is, I will tell you, uh, when we first thought of this idea, um, I was trying to like think of the questions that I was going to use. So I Googled what do guys know that girls don't <laughs> that really led to a lot of things that I never really thought of before. So oh. uh, yeah, 
if you aren't easily offended um, and you're looking for something to do, Google that same question. It leads you on quite a different, quite a story as you go through. So, um, rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Yep. So, um, <laughs> so as you can tell here, Heather, I am stalling just a little bit because our next segment, I need uh, a picture. And there we go. Okay. <laughs> That is a little behind the scenes. I'm stalling as I'm opening Photoshop and doing a radio show. Uh, so here we go. All right. So uh, thank you, everybody, for all the comments and everything in the chat screen playing along with us. We really appreciate that. Uh, and again, thank you so much to Jeff Caldwell's wife. I wish I could remember her name. I'm sorry. I can't remember it. But just as much thanks uh, as to, uh, anyway, because, uh, yeah, you made it possible for me to win. So <laughs> I appreciate that. All righty. Uh, let's move on to our next segment. It's Health with Heather. All righty, Heather. So what have you got this week for us? Yeah. So I wanted to talk about condiments. So I, I'm not sure if you have that picture available. Boom. Right there. Sweet. Okay. That's what so, I was doing in the background. <laughs> perfect. So it's actually, you can still see us. Um, so I wanted to talk about condiments because this is something that people, I think, typically use to put on their sandwiches or put on their salad dressings, like dip your french fries in, put, you know, meats in and things like that. And I think people forget how much of a condiment they're using. Um, so just for reference, uh, a can of soda has about 30 to 39 grams of soda, right? I think that's like a good reference because A, it has a lot of sugar. B, you shouldn't be drinking soda. And C, um, you'll see in the picture that's on this screen, and I found this online, it's not mine, um, what pe what the suggested serving size is for typical condiments that people use, ketchup, sriracha, barbecue sauce, mustard, hoisin's a little far-fetched, um, light mayo. So this is light mayo, not even regular mayo. I've never um, had hoisin sauce. What's hoisin sauce? Hoisin sauce is like an Asian sauce. I love it. Um, it's on the sweeter side. Uh, I don't know, try it. It's pretty good. I put it on like, um, sometimes I put it on eggs to be very honest with you. <laughs> um, but it's so typical suggested serving sizes are listed there, but most people use more than what is the typical suggested serving size of anything really in America. Um, so, if you look like ketchup, one tablespoon has four grams of sugar. But if you actually know what a tablespoon looks like, I don't have one in front of me. It's really not that much. I want to say maybe like two packets of ketchup is one tablespoon. And that's what they give you as like a suggested service size, serving size. But people probably use like four or five packets of ketchup, maybe even more. Um, and so two tablespoons is eight grams of sugar. So if you're having, let's say, like four packets of ketchup, that's... Uh, eight grams of sugar and that's yeah. like what like a quarter maybe of a can of soda wow. and that's just that portion of your meal so i just thought it would be really interesting for people to consider what they're eating in condiment wise if you're trying to look at your sugar in intake um this is where a lot of people like kind of lose it when they're on diets and they're resolutioning um you forget about those condiments and really what's in them. Also, the caloric intake sometimes can be a little uh, fascinating as well. Yeah, huh. yeah, and I'm uh, I'm definitely. I know you've talked about portion control before, but I definitely I fall into that with the portion that I use of condiments too. Like sometimes, like with TL, use sugar, and I, I can't imagine how many how much sugar I'm using in that if I really checked it out. But 
Yeah. yeah. So. Like I'm totally um, at fault for barbecue sauce. Like mm -hmm. I love barbecue sauce and I could probably eat like a third of a cup of barbecue sauce <laughs> on a piece of chicken. And it's, it's very high in sugar. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Well, thank you for that information. Appreciate it. Always good stuff with health with Heather. Make sure you check them out. The Brad and Heather show each and every week. Heather does a little health segment uh, on the show. Something to uh, put in your mind as the week goes on. So something you can uh, slowly change your habits and uh, be a healthier person. So there you go. Awesome. Thank you for that, Heather. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, we're a little bit past. Uh, no, no biggie. Like I said, you know, our show is six to seven. But if we go long, we go long. No worries. Um, I mean, it runs past my bedtime, but you know, whatever. But <laughs> um the last thing that I did want to talk about on the show, and it's a little bit of a serious note, you know, usually we joke around with like the, the <clears throat> what we just did and uh, with the guys versus girls, but there was a serious event that took place and it actually changed my way of thinking after it happened and I wanted to share it. Um, and I hope not to step on anybody's toes. I'm just going to be open and honest about my thought process and my feelings. Um, I don't mean to belittle the, your anybody else's way of thinking or anything. It's just how I processed it. Um, and I think something good came out of a really bad situation. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the events that took place on Wednesday at our Capitol um, during uh, insurrection when uh, the Capitol was broken into and damaged. Uh, unfortunately, I believe it's still five people lost their life in it. Um, and <clears throat> so as I was thinking about that and processing, processing that Wednesday night, um, I feel that I'm guilty of as, as somebody who leans slightly left of center, I'm guilty of lumping Trump loyalists in with Republicans. Um, and I see clearly now that they are two very separate things. Um, I would, and if you're friends with me on, on Facebook, you see that I had a post there, um, that likens, the people that were on flight 93 uh, that ended up fighting to get the plane down on the ground, unfortunately it crashed and lots of lives were lost, but there was a heroic thing that they did to save what was probably the capital where that plane was supposed to go. Um, and th those people in that plane are heroes and patriots for what they did. They saved lives on the ground of people that they never met um, by sacrificing their own lives. With what the people did at the Capitol on Wednesday are not patriots uh, in my mind. And again, I don't mean to step on anybody's feelings, but that's not what should have happened. You know, that's just inexcusable. And I would say that the, the people that wanted to damage the Capitol on 9-11 are called terrorists. And I would liken the people that did the damage on Wednesday to the same thing. But I am guilty of always lumping in those people, which I call Trump loyalists or whatever you want, with Republicans. And that's simply not the case. And if there's any good thing that comes out of what happened, at least in my mind, the way I'm going to understand it is that those people that did that are not Republicans. Republicans are people that want to better our country, just like Democrats do. I don't think anybody gets involved in that high of public service and not want to do good for the country. We just have different ideas on how the country gets better. And that's what makes us great is that we have those. I've been guilty in the past of lumping those people that we saw at the Capitol and calling them and thinking them uh, thinking of them as Republicans. And so this whole thing changed my mind. I'm probably a Democrat. I guess you could call it. I do tend to, 
to lean left of center. Um, but I understand now that Republicans are not those people that we saw on Wednesday. The Republicans are the ones that were our Republicans and they were on the floor doing the constitutional duties that they needed to do. Um, and I think seeing that separation between the, and not me, not putting the stigma, I guess on it, um, gives me hope for the future that if I ever enter the political career that I know I can work with Republicans, even though we have different ideas, we're going towards a common goal of making our country better. And I think that's what we need to look at. You know, we're going to have a new president in, you know, in a little over a week and right, wrong or indifferent. Let's try to put the last four years behind us and see if we can work together. Yes. As separately as Democrats and Republicans, but let's work together for the greater good of the country. And let's see if there's got to be a middle way or a middle line where everybody can be as happy as can be uh, and do it for the good of the country and realize that what happened on Wednesday was done by a group of people that aren't necessarily looking after the betterment of the country. Um, and we should just focus on that. So that's my two cents of what happened. Um, it, it, it actually, I wish I, I wish I did have a political career because it really makes me like want to go out and start working with Republicans. But the problem is this, I don't have a political career, so there's nobody to work with for what I do. But it, it would make me, I, you know, thinking that if I was in that position, I would be excited um, after this event to work with Republicans and be like, you know what? Yes, we have different ideas, but they're not so far out there that we can't make something work. We're not a group of people where their thoughts really are way out there. We're politicians. We're working for the better of our country. And we're not really that far apart. So we can make, we can make something work. And I don't know. That's just what I pulled of it. I wanted to share it. And I, you know, hope that that spreads to other people that are hearing this, that, you know, yeah, people are different. We have different ideas, but we've just grown accustomed for the last four years to thinking our ideas are so far apart and they're really not. We're after the same thing. We just think there's a different path to get there. And I think there's a path down the middle that we could all take and be happy with that. So I don't know. Maybe I'm talking a bunch of schmo. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just a radio guy. I'm not all that brilliant. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking a bunch of junk. But that was my takeaway from it. You know, it, something bad happened, obviously. We never want to see it happen again. But if you can take something good away with it, you know, that's what we hope for. And that's why I want to share. So, I don't know if you had, do you have any thoughts you want to share or leave it as this? <laughs> I'd prefer not to talk about politics just because yeah. it's, you know, everybody is very on edge right now. Um, and I just, I kind of take like the, let's all just be friends type approach. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's just be nice to each other. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know, like, uh, like we have discussed before off air, the Brad and Heather show is not going to be a political thing. Um, and I don't mean my comments to be political. I'm just hoping that we can, you know, see a bad situation and, and see something positive for it that, you know, hopefully we can we can work together and get stuff done in the future. You know, that's that's my whole only hope for it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, not that. to sound like a hippie, but like, why can't we all just be friends? Like, exactly. It's just so weird. You know, I I think of, and this is this is totally a tangent that I'm going on, but I'll keep it really <laughs> short. You know, I grew up in Vermont. I live in Maine now. I went to college in Maine. There, there's not a lot of diversity in Maine. Uh, so in college, I had one of my first friends that was Chinese and we had such a fantastic relationship, not, not because we were scared of each other or we were, our differences scared each other away. 
we actually had such a great friendship because we were so different. We thought differently. We ate different foods. Our culture was different. And we had such a great uh, friendship because we were so different. And it's just like more people just need to not be scared of differences and just learn about it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's my thought. That's all I got. (laughs) So there you go. That is the Brad and Heather show. I think we got to everything. Did we did we get to everything, Heather? I think so. Um yeah. Whoa, you're breaking over there. Sorry. Gotcha. Well, Heather, uh, so yeah, so we're well over seven o'clock. Uh uh, time for us to skedaddle. Time for us to say our goodbyes. As always, I will let you go first, and I'll wrap it up with a dad joke, which is a, <laughs> which is stellar, by the way. Oh, I'm excited! Um, <laughs> thanks everyone for watching, for tuning in, subscribing, liking, commenting, and um, don't forget to drink your water. Awesome! I will echo that as well. Drink your water. I've started doing it. Positive results have happened. Make sure you watch the show in its entirety, including last week's, because you can probably. Uh, might be able to see what my New Year's resolution is. If you can guess what it is that I'm doing on every show until somebody gets it right, you'll win a $25 gift card to Starbucks. We'll do that. So if you think you know what it is, go to bradandheathershow.com. Use the contact us link to send us an email and tell us what your guess is, and we will get back to you shortly to let you know whether you are right or not. So I will say goodbye goodbyes to everybody. Thank you for watching so much. Thank you for all the participation. Do make sure you head on over to YouTube if you're watching us from Facebook. Uh, to subscribe and get notifications uh, of when we go live because eventually you might get some hints about my New Year's resolution, which will help you win the card. So it's all kinds of stuff to check out. uh, So make sure that you do that. So as we do each and every week on the final goodbyes, I will end it with a dad joke. And I have a stellar one. I can't wait to say this one. Are you ready for it, Heather? Yeah. Did you hear this last week that the inventor of the lost throat launch passed away? No. His funeral was yesterday and there was no coffin. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you like it? Oh, man. <laughs> All right. We're out of here. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> You've been watching The Brad and Heather Show live on Facebook and YouTube. Immediately after the live broadcast, the replay is available all week long on both Facebook and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to both platforms as sometimes content is shared on one service and not the other. Immediately following the show, the audio podcast is available on all major podcast directory services, including Apple and Amazon Music. For the latest podcast, simply ask Alexa, play me the latest Brad and Heather show. The Brad and Heather show is a product of BG Productions, LLC. All content is subject to copyright and any accounts and or video and audio of the show is for the private use of the Brad and Heather show audience. Any broadcast or rebroadcast of the show is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the Brad and Heather show. On-air talent for the Brad and Heather show is Brad Garen and Heather Catalano. The show is produced by Brad Garen and Heather Catalano and our social media guru and admin is Kathy O'Brien. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.